It ain't true. It isn't real. It's all an illusion in Clown Town. But this is the Michael Goger Show. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Goger. It's great to be back. I left for a little while. I was under construction, and today's a very special day. It was brought together by Spirit. And I would like to, uh, before I get into the show, uh, number one timestamp it is 11 2019. But uh, the day has a a special uh, heavy heaviness to it for me. It's ten years since my uh, my wife Norma Jean Goger passed away. She passed away November 2nd, um, 2009. And I want to dedicate this show to her for several reasons. Number one, uh, she created in 98 a entity that went on a 30-year journey, and she would never let it stop and never let it quit. No matter how bad it was, no matter how long it took to get back, it just she was the nucleus behind it. So I do want to dedicate the show to you, Norma. I want you to know that what you started so long ago is still going strong and will continue. Now, with that, you are listening to BBS Radio. I want to encourage call-ins, uh, but this is going to be a different type of show. I'm not doing readings tonight. I might, if you call, we'll talk to the guests, but uh, only one question, and that's just to tease you, maybe. Either way, uh, the call-in number is 888-627-6008, and I have a very special lady tonight and a guest host and we are going to talk about something that will affect every I think affects everybody in social media which is uh, being an author publishing a book and doing it in a way that not only thrives but survives and continues and gets bigger and what caught my eye is I believe in energy evolves. You start with a little nucleus and it gets bigger and bigger and every time you help somebody, they help somebody, they help somebody and it all becomes all of a sudden a massive uh, energy ball that is helping everybody and you're in the middle and you're smiling because you knew you lit that spark and that lady that is lighting that spark, as far as I'm concerned, and has been, is Marla McKenna. Marla, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on your show. And I just want to say I'm sorry about your wife, and we'll make this a special show for her. And, and it's interesting because my grandma's name was Norma, and that's my daughter Julia's middle name. So we'll make this a special show. So thank you for thank having you. me on. Thank you, Marla. Thank you. Um, I, you are a author, a speaker, an editor, a graphic designer, a ghostwriter. I want to say that, and correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm a struggling author, you are you are offering and able to take an author from A to Z. Yes. With yes. without all the drama that goes on out in there in the the uh, publishing world. Yes, without the two years of rejection that I started with about ten years ago. So I can I can save people from that feeling. <laughs> 
And it's that's, important. If it, yeah, if someone wants to be an author, you know, they should be. If that's a dream that they have, they should make that dream come true. Exactly. And so your anger at the nonsense made you figure it out and learn how to do it and I believe make it better and uh, folks I want to let you know the show came together in literally 24 hours uh, and that's with a day's sleep in between somewhere there <laughs> for everybody from all of for me and for BBS radio uh, it, it came together that quick so uh, and I have Mauler's information on my Facebook and my Twitter, my LinkedIn, and my Messenger and several other places. And Mauler's got her own information out. Mauler, one thing I'd like to get out right away because you got that people that listen to the first 10 minutes, I'd like them to know if they if they're an author and they need some advice or your services how would they contact you uh they can reach me uh through my website which is marlamckenna.com um they can re- email me there um my email is just marla at marlamckenna.com my phone number is there as well okay and, and i'm on the... all social media yeah fantastic fantastic um you have done lots of interviews. When I asked for info on you, <laughs> <laughs> I went, uh-oh. It was time for every trick I knew and learned. <laughs> and uh, it serves me well, though. And you have done a lot of uh, what, what appears to be news station interviews and talk show interviews. Yes, yes, I have. Uh, um, I've had a lot of help getting there, though. I didn't get there by myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's just it's just interesting. So I started out, I always wanted to write a children's book when my daughters were born, and now they are 18 and 20. And so I'm, my, my sixth book is actually going to be coming out um, in the next month. But um, I started out writing children's books, and Mom's Big Catch, was the first book that I wrote, and it came out in July of 2011. And it was inspired by a family fun day at the ballpark at um, Miller Park. I live in the Milwaukee area. And my daughters are in it, and they're the ones who inspired it. Um, It's just a a fun family day at the ballpark where something crazy happens. You have to read it. I won't won't give it away. And that's what started it all. Um, and I had sent the book to publishers. You know, I was just like everyone else. How do you write a book? How do you get a book published? I had no idea. And mm. so I looked online, you know, to see, you know, what genre, what, you know, you know, publisher it might fit, you know, a family themed, sports themed, um, Christian, um, just anything, uh, you know, for children's books, whatever I could get into. And I was rejected. I don't even know how many times, but it was a two-year process. But mm. uh, I didn't give up because it was something I really, truly wanted to do. And I believed in the book. I believed in the story because it's unique. It's it's not out there. And that's what made the book very special to me. Yeah. That's another thing that caught my eye. Um uh, was that the book Mom's Big Catch? Yes, that's Mom's Big Catch. And that's, so that's, that's so, the one so it's that, interesting, yeah. I work with baseball teams on that one. That was your first book then, your mm-hmm. first creative and, Right. And you know, as we had talked, you know, if you want to write a book, that's awesome. I mean that could be on your bucket list and your goal, I want to write a book. Okay, so then you write the book, well now what? Okay, so, you know, what is your goal with writing the book? What's your purpose? What's your objective? How do you want to make a difference? Um, so I think it's important, too, for authors to realize that you write a book, but it's, it doesn't do anyone any good if it's just sitting on the shelf at home. You know, what, what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. So I did hire a publicist, and it was interesting because then Mom's Big Catch took off in an entirely new direction. Um, he had worked for the Chicago Cubs, 
And I'm, you know, I live in the Milwaukee area, so I had to get over that, but that was okay. And he introduced me to the baseball winter meetings. And I've always been a baseball fan ever since I was little. And he's like, you know, we could customize this book and it could be, you know, customized to work with the different baseball teams. So, you know, the logo can change, the, the team, the colors, the stadium, the mascot. You can put the, the um, uniform, special food. And that's exactly what we did. We signed with um, a minor league team, a very small minor league team in, in Bluefield, West Virginia. And then the book kind of took off. And there's, there are several versions now in print and more in production. And um, it took me three years to finally team up with the Milwaukee Brewers. And we did um, at Brewers on Deck, which is like their fan fest in January, you know, to get everyone, you know, excited for the baseball season. And we, I connected wow. with sponsors who purchased the book. And then mm-hmm. I officially teamed up with the Milwaukee Brewers. And at their fan fest, we did a book drive. So if you brought in a newer, gently used children's book that you didn't want anymore, then you got the Miller Park version of Mom's Big Catch. And we collected 1,500 books for kids in the Milwaukee area. So that was a dream come true. All from this, you know, like I said, I can't really give give the ending away, but all from this family fun, crazy day at the ballpark. And then I worked with um, the, the Chicago Cubs actually allow their logo on the book. Um, and then I team up with Baseball Hall of Fame pitcher Fergie Jenkins, and he's illustrated in the book, and Fergie's great. And so we do signings together, and and so it's 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 been recognized from a few major league teams and several minor league teams. So it just it just kind of took off from there, and that's where Mom's Big Catches. And even though it was my first book, it's still brand new to people and then when it becomes their customized team we'll have like a mom's big catch day at the ballpark and we, sometimes we do a book drive sometimes it's just used as a giveaway sometimes it's part of a minor league team's reading program so it's pretty cool it's it's pretty exciting for wanting to to write a book and not knowing what was going to happen and now so many years later there's so many other things going on with me so that's how it started it's amazing i love it and it all came out of a fun day at the park. Mm-hmm. At the ballpark, Amazing. yes. At yes. the ballpark. Yeah. And, but you had, when you were, when you were first conscious of yourself, did you know you were going to write? With Did you know you were going to be an author? Well, I always like to, that's, that's interesting when I, because I do school visits. And, and I teach and I present, which I can share a little bit later. But when I talk to the kids, you know, they always ask me, did I know I wanted to be an author like when I was their young age? And I tell them, you know, I always like to write and draw and make things. I like to be creative. And that's just something, you know, that I like to do. And I did graduate from the journalism school, um, University of Wisconsin in Madison. So that prompted me in my direction of what I wanted to do, but I worked more in marketing and advertising, but I always did writing and graphic design work. And so I like, I wrote in newsletters and I wrote stories like that. But like I said, when my daughters were born, I thought it'd be really cool and a lot of fun to write a kid's book. So, and like I said, the the idea was literally dropped in my lap. So I think, uh, you know, that was meant to be. (laughs) Wow. Now, did you say you graduated medical school? No, the journalism school. Journalism In Madison, school. Wisconsin, yes. It, yeah. And it, isn't this something how one thing led to another? Right, yes. Yeah. Uh, now, you visit schools, mm-hmm. and the purpose is to encourage reading of any kind and writing? Well, publishing right, or? Yeah, so, right. So right now I have four children's books out. Um, Mom's Big Catch is the first. Sadie's Big Steel is the second book. And that the story continues. So in that book, all the dogs in the neighborhood know about that ball. And they all want Sadie to steal the ball. But Sadie's got to choose. Should she do what, like, other her friends are telling her or what she thinks is right? So that's a book about um, kindness and respect 
but it has an anti-bullying message. And my daughters and my dog, Sadie, are both in Mom's Big Catch and Sadie's Big Steal. So that's part of what I teach. And then the next book is called I'm a Secret Superhero. And that's all about teaching children the power of believing in themselves and, you know, practicing and working hard. And they can do whatever they want to do. And that has a stanza written and an illustration that matches you know, to be kind and to take care, you know, of clean up after themselves and take responsibility and sharing and things like that. And then mm-hmm. A Soccer Summer Dream is the last children's book, and that's with the Milwaukee Torrent. That's Milwaukee's professional outdoor soccer team. And I'm that was crazy because I was on a local TV show promoting I'm a Secret Superhero, and so was the owner of the Milwaukee Torrent. And he looked at me and he said, I want you to write a book for us. So that's how that happens. So um, all of my books teach uh, patience. Well, all of my books teach, you know, kindness, respect, friendship, all of that. Yes, love, caring, being a good friend. But Mm. so I incorporate that in my message when I go to school. And I teach about the publishing, editing, writing, illustrating process. We talk about character, theme, development, setting, uh, genre. We talk about everything that they're learning in the school, but but it's fun for them because what they're learning and they write their stories, they can see that their imaginations are huge and endless and they could write an actual book. So, and then I, I incorporate, you know, patience, positivity, and perseverance and not giving up because I share with them it took me two years to get Mom's Big Catch published, and I would I would have given up. You know, I say, would I be here with you today? And, you know, so I make it very interactive with the yeah. kids, and I visit schools all over the United States. So it's it's my favorite thing to do. I absolutely love it. Wow. And, I, I, and I would. yeah, and what's really cool, I just want to share, too, what's really cool is that um, partial proceeds from all my books benefit the Linda Blair World Heart Foundation, and that's Linda Blair from The Exorcist, and now what she does with her life is she takes care of dogs and rescues them, and I just love dogs, and I love kids, Mm -hmm. and it's just something that I align myself with because I think it's important to teach children, too, um, that you need to give back, so when something good happens to you, you should do something good for someone else. So that's why I decided, you know, with kids, I can teach them and give books, and I can teach them reading, and I can teach them these principles, but I can donate partial proceeds to help animals. And Rick Springfield matches my donations. So that's pretty cool, too. Very. (laughs) This is Rick Springfield. That's uh, quite an honor. Uh, And Linda Blair. Yeah. They're both. To even have them helping you. uh, And it's a give back to the community. The whole community benefits. Yes. And And Linda, she's an angel on earth helping these animals. And, you know, Rick has been very kind and very gracious and generous. And it's just, it's pretty cool for me. It's just, it's Mm -hmm. great. Now, is Rick and Linda both uh, rescue animals or was one bullying and one was the animals? Linda was the animal rescuer. Right, right. And Rick and Rick. Matches. He's, yeah, he matches my donations. Rick Springfield, the, I mean, singer, musician, was, actor, author. Oh, everybody knows him. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Listen to me. I'm, I got a little comedian. You got Linda Blair. You had the Satanists right there. And then you had <laughs> Rick Springfield look like Jesus. <laughs> Come to your life. <laughs> it couldn't have been a better show. This is a movie in the making here. But both yeah, they're, of them were animal kind. rescue donations. Well Rick, well, Rick loves dogs, too. So a lot of his fans support Linda Blair. So it was just a good fit. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, they were both on the same subject, animal rescue, animal care, and uh, matching yeah. donations. Now, where would anybody go? to buy one of your books? Uh, MarlaMcKenna.com or anywhere books are sold. You can go online, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. 
but my website okay. is is marlamckenna.com and right now that website is more geared towards uh children's books but yeah. um but I have written uh that's you know what we can talk about where now I help authors because now I have now I have that opportunity and I'm in the position to do that so um the first adult book that I co-authored was called our Last Day in Heaven, A Story of Tragedy, Loss, and Hope with Angels in the Midst. And that book, you know, is quite a bit different than a children's book. It was something interesting to break into. It was a man that I used to work with many years ago, and our lives took different directions, and we reconnected, and he lost his son to a heroin overdose, and he lost everything, and it's how he turned his life around, and now he helps families and other people with, uh, you know, with what they're going through and hope he can save some lives. So from a, from a fun, you know, Mom's Big Catch book to a very serious book to co-author for my first adult book, it just goes yeah. to show you never know where life's going to take you. Oh, absolutely. So, you know where I grew up, Marla? Where? Being a, I was a strange child. I spent my childhood in secondhand bookstores. Hmm. There was nothing like the smell of a secondhand bookstore <laughs> with the rickety steps going to the basement and up the attic. And, and I'd go right to the world religion metaphysical section. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, books have changed. I have had one book. I'd go as far as saying saving my life. So, really? Well, that's what we yeah. hoped with our last day in heaven would help people. Yeah. It's, uh, it's nice when you can align a book with, um, you know, help helping people. I think that's really important when, and why a lot of people want to write a book, because they want to get their story out there and, and help people and make a difference. You know. And you know what else, Marla? What? I got an old shed. Looks like a log cabin. And guess what's in that shed? Books. <laughs> Every book I bought since oh, I was wow. ten. Since wow. I was ten. So must be packed with books. <laughs> you can see uh you have a friend. Now I know hundreds, if not thousands, of authors and they all get to the stage of the book is done. Now what? Mm-hmm. Now this is where you would come in real handy. You would take them through the process of publishing. Right, right. So that's the direction I am heading into now. Uh, Manifesting your dreams is a new book, and I've I work with uh, authors. So so this this book is. Okay, we, you know, we all have a dream and we all want to reach that dream. And so I'm helping with just for this one book, but then there's so many other opportunities for me to help authors. But in Manifesting Your Dreams, I asked for, you know, I asked God, the universe, to bring me 20 authors, and that's the exact number I manifested. And so there's 20 co authors in this book who have all um, manifested a dream either through, uh, you know, using actual manifesting tools, the law of attraction, um, or just working hard and believing in themselves, some, you know, on the other side of a trauma or tragedy. But it's a wonderful book full of brilliant stories. They're each unique. And these authors are excited. Some have been published, some have not. So it's their, you know, kind of like, you know, their, their feet are in the water and they're, you know, they're just, some of them now are actually writing, these are just a chapter, and some now are actually writing full books, and that's how I can help, you know. So if an author has a manuscript, either it's written or they just have an idea or it's half written, I can help them. I can. I work with a publisher, and, yep. you know, he we take submissions, and I, you know, I look at the work, and as long as it's, um, you know, fits the publisher's guidelines, and either I can help as uh, just an editor, because every author needs an editor. Or I can help with coaching, say they have a great idea, but they're not quite sure how to write it. Or I can help as a co-author, as I did with Our Last Day in Heaven. 
So that okay. kind of saves saves the time of trying to find, you know, a publisher. And, and you know, today there's there's three ways you can publish a book, at least that I know of and what I've learned. Um, you know, self-publishing, where you do all of the work, you know, and you you pay for it, but you do all the work. Or you can, you know, attempt to get published through a tradi- traditional publisher where, you know, you probably have to hire a literary agent, but if they'll even look at your manuscript and work with you and then they shop it around, and that can take years. And, you know, that's not saying that yeah. that can't happen for an author. Or there's yeah. the independent publisher route, which is what I've worked in and how I've been yeah. published. And, you know, honestly, I think it's the best because you, you know, if you're not a celebrity, it's a little tricky getting, you know, good luck getting published. But, you know, yeah. it's just, it's a great way. It's a great way to start. And then what you do with that book is what makes the difference. Yeah. You know, so I've had, you know, promoting it and, you know, building your, your, um, your base and your network and promoting it and getting it out there. And yeah. I think that's, that's the best thing. Well, in the business I've been in, uh, and I don't know if it's a lot of new listeners. Uh, I have been a, uh, psychic medium. I prefer an intuitive consultant for mm-hmm. probably 50 years. And, uh, if you are an author and you have a book, um, I strongly suggest that you would go right to Mahler and let her her handle it and (laughs) take you to A to Z because the bulk of my clients, they got stuck right where Mahler would be able to take the ball and keep going with it. Right. So um, I know the business, and you're exactly what somebody needs uh, ghost writing. Um, is that where somebody talks into a tape recorder and, and you turn it into a book? Yeah, that it, it can be that way. Or I've ghostwritten e-books. So I've been asked hmm. like for a company, you know, to take the original wow. book and take pieces of that and then ghostwrite e-books. Um, but yeah, for ghostwriting, you know, an author Boy. usually gets, gets paid, you know, to ghostwrite and to, you know, it'll it'll have the it'll have the per, the original person's story, but perhaps they don't have time or they don't know how to yeah. write and they just need help. So they hire a ghostwriter to basically take their information and words, but put it in a book style format instead of you know yeah. we could perhaps have a meeting, a conversation, we could record mm-hmm. it, but you need to take that conversation and make mm-hmm. it more of a book style, yeah, in paragraph format. Mm-hmm. Boy, boy, do I got three bestsellers for you. <laughs> Holy ass darn. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. You'll have to write it. I can help you. I, I'm i telling you now, a very prominent author, because uh, I do meet a lot of uh, well-known people in the business, and I'm fortunate. He said, Michael, if you ever talk into a tape recorder and let somebody put it in a book, You'd never have to work again. Mm-hmm. And well, that was go. like 20 years ago. Well, and then I, what's, what are you waiting for? <laughs> I, I kept waiting for a ghostwriter, like called well, Mauler. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, listen, uh, Barnes & Noble, uh, com, and start with Mom's Big Catch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you have the new release. Uh, you beat me to it. Manifesting oh, your sorry, dreams. Yeah, yeah I, and I'm uh, really excited about this book. I want to put a plug in for that. I uh, That book is being released 12-12. Yes. December 12th this year. Mm-hmm. Manifesting your dreams. You got 20 stories of people that made it happen. Mm-hmm. And the techniques they used, um, and there is no one way of doing it. Everybody is unique. Everybody has a unique consciousness and connection to the divine and their mind. And 
probably one of their techniques may vibrate with yours. So this mm-hmm. would be a very interesting book. And to prove this, I will be bringing one of your friends, and I believe she said you were her mentor and her publisher, and oh, yeah. she's also a, a story in manifesting your dreams. I'm bringing yes. her on. My Brenda next Cortez. Show. Mm-hmm. Brenda Cortez. Cortez. She has a wonderful story. She caught my eye when I seen organ donation. There's a long story with her, uh, (laughs) and it's very spiritual how it happened. And uh, like I said, this all happened last night, right up to getting the page and the station up and running. That's how fast the show came together. And Brenda Cortez was a very big part of it, and it led to Marler. And I got a feeling we're going to be bringing the listening audience a lot of good information and a lot of good material and connecting authors to getting their works published and getting it out there. Yeah, Brenda's story is amazing, and she she mm-hmm. took what, you know, organ donation, I'll let her t- tell her story, but she made it into yeah. her life's purpose, yeah. yeah. and that's featured, one of the chapters featured in Manifesting Your Dreams. So, yeah. I'm sure there would yeah. be a lot of the authors from Manifesting Your Dreams who would love to share their story with you. Um, Donna Drake, from the Donna Drake Show on the East Coast, she is one of the authors in the book, and she uh, she manifested her dream by actually having a real dream. She saw yeah. the TV show, everything in color oh, in yeah. her dream, and she made it happen. So oh that's pretty exciting. Oh my god! I got thousands of stories. I got <laughs> I got I got dozens for myself. Just just out of sheer divine intervention. I lost 400 pounds. Oh, wow. To save my life. And that's just the tip of the you. iceberg in my, wow. la- in my, in my short 63 years of being a human. Uh, and the stories are endless. And I've done this since I was 10 years old, counseling and helping people. And I worked as a correctional officer, probably in the darkest place you can ever work for 26 years. So I know what miracles and manifesting is all about, what it Mm -hmm. can do, and how far you can go with it. And I want to run with this, Mauler. It's fantastic. I can't wait for it to come out. Well, when you align your, you know, manifesting, I've learned... And and I shared in my chapter, I think I began manifesting before I even knew what it was. And, you know, of course, it's not not easy every day to wake up and say, okay, you have to continue to believe and and see it in your mind's eye and your vision and you focus. And, you know, we all have days where, you know, we don't feel like thinking positively, but honestly, it is so important. And I share this with the, the kids, too, when I do school visits is that, you know, I asked them, you know, what's really better to think negatively or positively? Because, you know, does neg- thinking negative thoughts really get us anywhere? No. <laughs> so you can turn it around and it's almost like, you know, changing the, the dial, you know, and shift it to a positive setting and Absolutely. think positive thoughts. And it, it really does make a difference. And if you mm-hmm. you focus and you believe and you know, have a vision board or you have something that you can look at every day and, you know, you say it and you write it and you think it and you believe it over and over again. And you act as if it's already here. It's already happened. And you'd be amazed at how what has started in your mind appears in reality. Absolutely. And I'd like to add um, from the paranormal realm, uh, stay away from the gimme prayer. Uh, uh, focus on the projection prayer. Uh, and the whatever gratitude. You, gratitude. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Well, gratitude and attitude is that's even three more dynamics that are involved. But instead of asking for money, uh, prosperity, say I project prosperity and success, mm. and it will come back to you. Uh, all the all the, all the leaders, all the holy men have been telling us for centuries: uh, you get back what you put out. True. So when you're putting out, being needy and asking and wanting, that's what's coming back. That's what they were trying to tell you. Project that you're already wealthy and that you're sending it to the universe. Do what it wants to do. What it wants to do. And it comes back to you as prosperity. Right. It works like a charm. It's not your job to figure out how it will come to you. That's you, you release it and you ask and you release it and you believe. Absolutely. Um, and we'll talk more about that because there is a lot yeah. to know and it goes hand in hand with, uh, a lot of different things, uh, spiritual beliefs, meditation, uh, culture, um, the, the, the church you belong to, uh, all these things uh, are involved. Mahler, I'd like to get out once in a while. Uh, folks, these shows do cost money. And I never, ever, ever, I think since I was 10, uh, asked for help uh, doing what I do. Because I always did it for free. Publicly, uh, but I do have a donation button on the front page, um, and if you can afford a few dollars, don't be afraid to drop a couple of bucks. If there's enough of it, I would open another show with it. That's <laughs> how uh, motivated I am. So uh, don't be afraid to donate a couple of dollars on the way out or while you're here. And I am available uh, by phone. You can write my phone number down. It's 518-209-6530. And I, you can email me at Michael underscore Boger number one at yahoo.com. And I use my show to help my community, folks. This is why I invite everybody to get on my Facebook. I think there's like 30 seats left. Hmm. Please, if you're a local, grab a seat on my Facebook, get on my Twitter, get on my LinkedIn. And I also have a business page for this radio show that you can pass around and have your friends like. And the reason I opened that page was so I wouldn't burn out my Facebook wall and my friends' Facebook walls. <laughs> so I'm hoping to consolidate everything I do on my show on that business page, which would be Mahler's information and the archives and whatnot. So believe me, I'm always thinking, I'm always creating, folks. I just wanted to get that out there. And Marla, one time uh, they can get you at uh, com. They can get your books. They can yes. contact you. Mm-hmm. Okay. All of my information and is on my website, yes. Now, I got a question. Uh, okay. <clears throat> what led you to man- from children books to manifesting your dreams? Because I thought I had a story that I wanted to share about how I manifested my dream of becoming an author and finding my life's purpose and making a difference because I truly love what I do. I believe it's my calling and what I need to continue to do. And I just, I just think that, you know, God, spirit, the universe put it in my mind and in my heart and I wanted, I figured, you know what, a lot of people have manifested a dream or have made something come, you know, made their dream come true or found their life's purpose. And I, I just kind of sent it out into the universe and I asked God to bring me, you know, 19 other co-authors, 20 was the magic number. And, 
And I had a lot of interest, uh, but the ones who made the cut, I believe their stories are meant to be shared. And it's it's turned into a pretty awesome awesome thing because I feel like now, you know, and we're all over the United States, all of the authors are, but I feel like we're a family now and we support mm-hmm. each other's work and we support, you know, what's going on with each other. And, you know, we have our our private page where we can, you know, talk to each other and I can share them more information about the book and where we're at. And, mm-hmm. and I just, it just was something that I felt I wanted to do. And I just, I, I'm so excited about this book. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be do pretty well. It's got, the stories are, are just amazing. They will make you cry. They will make you yeah. laugh. Um, I think that every person well, at least, you know, something in the book will resonate with everyone. You know, something, someone's been through something that's in this book. And what's interesting is all 20 stories are unique. There's nothing that, they're, they're not similar at all. They're all on different topics, different themes. But like I said, Wonder. the common thread woven through each chapter is each author did not give up. So yeah. whatever adversity or challenge they faced... Um, you know, dark days, they came through that, and you know, to find healing, peace, joy, and their life's purpose, and how they can make a difference and help other people. And that's what Absolutely. this book is about. So Absolutely. I just felt that it, I just felt that I was called to, to put this book out there, and I'm, like I said, mm. I'm pretty excited. It's, yeah. it's really great. So, the stories are really wonderful. Yeah. And it's much needed in today's world, um, especially in the school system. That would uh, will you be promoting that on your school trips? I'll, yeah, I mean, I'll share it with the kids so they can. A lot of times, the the kids in the presentations because I usually go to elementary schools, but I also have spoken to middle schoolers and high schoolers, and I think this is a book that I can share with an older you know, grade level that I can branch out and visit, you know, the older grade levels. Um, but a lot of times, you know, the the fifth and sixth graders or four, even the fourth graders I visit, they ask me if I've written a chapter book, you know, more for, for their grade level. But I show now I can yeah. show them, you know, the Manifesting Your Dreams book and I can tell them. I like to share with them how, how different it is from writing you know, a mom's big catch book to an adult manifesting your dreams book. And, you know, I say, I'm a lot older than you, but guess what? I can still learn and I can still grow and I can learn new things too. So I explain the difference between you think it's easier to write a children's book than it is, you know, a chapter book. And so I like to teach that. And I think, you know, the more books that I have and available and the more books that the kids see, they, they get even more excited. Kids, children are always excited to when an author comes to their school because they think authors live in Hollywood in big mansions. And what I, I tell them is, I am an author, maybe just like your mom or dad, you know, or your aunt or your grandma or uncle, you know. And and I'm, you know. I'm like, you know, maybe I don't live that far from you. And I have children too who are now a lot older. But you know, so then it, I think they start thinking. Oh, I could do this. I could be an author. I could be an illustrator. You know, I can do, I can be a baseball player, whatever they want to do. And I think then they get excited and they start thinking really positive thoughts. Absolutely. Especially in today's world with the technology that's available and folks like you. Mm -hmm. uh, There's no dream that's not achievable. Right. And that's Uh, important for. For children to understand that, and you know, inspiring words of encouragement, you know, takes yeah. them far. Our kids need to hear positive words and encouraging yeah. words. Absolutely, and you know, I see the, I see the age group, uh, like fourteen, fifteen. I don't know what grade that would be considered, but it seems like they're struggling with hope. Yeah, freshman, and, sophomore, mm-hmm. and, and vision. And I wish the uh, the powers that be would focus on that age group a little bit more, or or sooner. But that is a rough age, uh, uh, fourteen, fifteen, thirteen. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, middle school going on into high school, it is a rough age. 
It is, especially, and don't get me wrong, folks. Uh, I am, I am what I am. Uh, but the the, the white males are they're they're carrying a burden on their shoulders. Uh, I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. Um, but they, it seems, hope and vision is very much needed. But anyway, uh, for everyone. Mm-hmm. We need more and more uh, folks like you doing what you're doing. Uh, oh, well, thank you. Uh, well, everyone has a not- story. Everyone has a story to share. And, you know, every, lots mm-hmm. of people want to write a book, but they, they just don't know how to get started. So I encourage your audience, you know, take down my information. And if they want to email me or give me a call, I'd be more than happy to, to talk with them. Absolutely. And they can do that by just going to your website or you yeah, it's, an email out there? Yeah. Or um, my website is, is MarlaMcKenna.com, and my email is just Marla at MarlaMcKenna.com. Okay. Um, Pretty you easy. see how fast the shows go, Marla? Yeah, yeah. Got, yeah. Uh, the boss <laughs> will usually tell me i got to hang up, but... Uh, like I said, I am having Brenda come on my next show, Great. and she is a part of your new book that is being released, Manifesting Your Dreams. Yes, December 12th. And she will testify to um, how much you have helped her, because uh, she was told me, you know, she's an author. And aspiring to do more and more and more, and I love her story, but I but I don't want to say any more until uh, Brenda's that done show. Incredible work! Yeah, we met. She actually <laughs> she saw me on a local TV news program, and out of the blue, she just she called me and she's like, "Hey, you know, I saw you on TV. I want to write a book. Do you think we could, you know, meet for dinner?" And she's like, "I'll buy you dinner," and I'm like. Well, okay, so we met, yeah. and we've been friends yeah. ever since, and I helped her get her first book. I steered yeah. her in the right direction to get her first book published, and yeah. I've edited some of her work, and we're just friends, and she does have an amazing yeah. story, and what she's done is very much so. pretty awesome. Yeah, very much so, and uh, and we'll hit everybody with that. I want to say more about it and this and that, but I want to wait for her to say it. Yeah, no, let her share her story. And and all the co-authors in Manifesting Your Dreams have just wonderful stories. So like I said, I'm sure they would love to come on your show and share their story. And yeah, Manifesting Uh, Your Dreams, December 12th, 12-12, it's probably a magic number. And Amazon.com the first day. And then each author, you know, will be able to sell copies on their own as well. Oh, so you gave me you gave me chills like four <laughs> times tonight because earlier I write a monologue and I when I was writing manifesting dreams twelve twelve I heard wow that is going to be a lucky number hmm. you just said it almost verbatim yeah, yeah. I have to look it up what it means but <laughs> well, I know you, it's a powerful remember, number. Remember, I just got a couple of texts. You're not reading no more, <laughs> folks. I am gonna, I am gonna read, but I'm. I just want to reorganize myself a little bit, reinvent myself. I like to do interviews. I want to help my community. Uh, I don't want to rely on whether I'm getting a call or not. Uh, so as things go on, and I get to know Mahler and her other friends. I will be doing readings. I'm sure Mahler knows people that are into what I'm into, and I will make it a reading show where I do readings. Well, you have to do what makes what works for you as well, and you know, find your life. You you found your life's purpose, and now you're just going, you're branching out a little bit more. And I mean, you've always helped people, and now you're helping people yeah. even more. So I appreciate you know, this. So thank you. Reinvent, reinvent, always reinvent. Don't give up, don't quit, sleep on it, and then reinvent. <clears throat> and that's what I'm doing. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed interviewing you tonight. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming on and spending the hour with us. Thank you. 
you, you know you welcome back. You will be back. That's okay. for sure. And I'm sure you have a lot of other uh, guests that would like to be uh, spotlighted for oh, yes. the work yes. for the work that you're doing and mm-hmm. uh, the things that they're doing with you. And we'll and we'll have some good times. I like okay. helping, and I like doing the right thing, and going to schools and helping our youth and using our resources to make our communities safer and stronger and better is a win-win thing. It should not be something you need to think about. If you got a TV show, use it. If you got a, if you write a book, use it. If you got a talent, right. use, use it. Use it as a tool. Mm-hmm. Help you, yeah, use it as a tool to help your community. At least the block or the road you're living on. And and Facebook really calm down. And Mahler, any last thoughts or words or did did you enjoy your interview? Did we yes, miss anything? Yes, thank you. Nope, I think we got it all. I appreciate you know being on your show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, well, I believe we got a minute or two. I think Donald jump in and tell me that I gotta go. Uh, if not, I'll just say goodbye, Seven. And uh, there was one other thing I wanted to... Now, you're going to continue doing this. This is what your goal is. Oh, yes. To, make, mm-hmm. to expand this and to make it bigger. Right. Oh, right, yes. I'll be writing okay. more books and helping other authors. Absolutely. Okay. So anybody mm-hmm. here in this archive and listening to the show, if you're... At any stage of writing a book, contact Mahler. It would be the smartest thing to do. Uh, I know I would. Uh, I still may. <laughs> yeah, you said you have three books. So. <laughs> with, with my accent and my lack of grammar, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna have to talk, and you're gonna have to figure out what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> But I had a ball, Marla. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, as soon as the archive is out, I will post it by, on your messenger and your email. Right. And you can spread it around. I'll be uh, advertising for you. Okay, thank you. And it will be you. on the business page. Everywhere I send that business page, that archive and your information will be on it. Thank you. And uh, don't be afraid to uh, look for some interesting interview subjects for me. I will do that for you. uh, We can work together as a project on it. It'd be fun. Okay. Sounds wonderful. Thank you so much. Okay. What time is it? Don, did you fall asleep? He always falls asleep in class, in English class. How'd we do, bud? I love you. I'm going to